0: You are enough. You are chosen. You are worthy. You are precious. You are important. And today is your day. Don't forget to start the day waking with the word. Good morning. Welcome to a new beginning in waking with the word. We're starting a series No fear, no fear. And what I mean by that is, once you know fear well, then with the power of God and the knowledge that God has given us through the things that He has said through the centuries and through the things that the Holy Spirit will tell us, we can have no fear. That's a massive statement to make, isn't it? And yet, The Bible actually tells us it's true. Although, let me point out, it does also instruct, counsel us, guide us that we should have fear of the Lord. In fact, in the book of Acts, it says they feared the Lord. And when you look that word up, what it actually means in the original language is that they trembled before the Lord. It wasn't just some reverential respect. It was a deep knowing of who he really is. But you see, when I know who he really is, then I also know no fear. Because I know how big, how great, how incredibly uncontrollable he is. And yet, I know his deep, abounding, Beyond words, love for me. To have real knowledge of the Lord is to have a real relationship with him. And let me say that again, to have real knowledge of the Lord is to have a real relationship with him. And one more time, to have real knowledge of the Lord is to have a real relationship relationship with him. Every time in scripture there is this word know, to know the Lord or Adam knew his wife. It's a knowing because of experience. When you have been intimate with someone, you know them in a way that you never knew them before. When you have been intimate with the Lord, you know him in a way that can never be taken away from you because you have that experience. And what he wants for me and what he wants for you is that we would have that experience of him. All things are found in him. All answers are found in him. In knowing him. This is why Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. This is why Paul says that he will supply all my needs through his riches in Christ Jesus. You see, all I need is found in him. This is why King David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for he is with me. And again, this is why through the whole of the Old Testament, and this theme is carried into the New Testament, God said so many times to his people, fear not, for I am with you. As I get to know him, I also begin to realise so much about myself. My fears, my worries, my concerns, the ways I behave, the ways I react. When I feel I have to defend myself. When I feel I have to protect myself. When I feel I have to protect and defend those around me. When I feel that life could suddenly crumble. Fear also, however, can stop me from the good things in life. I've just spoken about fears that tell me things will go wrong. But there is also fear Of things going right. You can have fear of success, fear of being accepted, fear of too much responsibility, fear that being successful will somehow go wrong, show you up, you won't be able to cope. Fear, I've said, is a slippery little creature that will morph itself into any shape to have control over your life or mine. Let me say it again, fear is a slippery little creature that will morph itself into any shape to have control over yours or my life. And again, fear is a slippery little creature that will morph himself into any shape so that he can have control over yours or my life. This is fear. Fear wants control. You see, fear, fear not of the Lord, not fear that comes from knowing the magnitude, the power. The incredibleness of a God who we can't control, who we cannot make do anything, who could wipe us out in a second, but loves us so much that he does not. That fear is the healthy fear, but fear other than that comes from a place where God is not. Where love is not. Because the Bible tells me and God has shown me. That he doesn't want me to have a spirit of fear. But of love. Of power. Of self-control. Other scriptures say of a sound mind there is so much in scripture and so much as you walk with god that teaches you and me that he wants me and you to have a sound mind a balanced peaceful mind not a mind filled with disease often when you have a mind filled with disease it brings on in your body diseases this is so true and Nowadays, for the first time, really, in history, doctors, surgeons are revealing, admitting, accepting, I don't know what the word might be, this more and more, that many, many, many diseases are born out of emotional and psychological dis-ease, first of all. Sometimes, Physical disease or physical uneasiness brings on a mental disease. But sometimes our mental disease brings on a physical disease, and we can become so incredibly unwell. It is a very painful thing to be trapped inside your own head. Let me say that again it is a very painful thing. To be trapped inside your own head. And one more time. It is an extremely painful thing. To be trapped inside your own head. We can be trapped because of past events. We can be trapped because of fear. We can be trapped because of our family inheritance. We can be trapped by so many things. And we can have a fear of being trapped. In this series, we will go through fear. We will look at how it can morph into different shapes. And we will ask the Holy Spirit to guide and lead us as we gently talk through the effects that fear can have upon our lives. But we will also talk about the promises that God has given to you And to me and to every person that would come to him. To him who says, fear not, for I am with you. To him who says, I can make all things new. I can restore the years the locusts have eaten. There is a beautiful story in scripture, of when a man came to Jesus and said, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus says, I am willing. I find that beautiful because this man comes knowing that he can do not this himself, but Jesus can. And he comes And he, without asking asks, he just proclaims, if if you are willing, you can, because he knows the authority that Jesus has. There's a centurion who also comes to Jesus and says, I too know what it is to have authority. If I tell troops to go, they go. And if I tell them to come, they come. And he comes to Jesus and he says this to show, I know that you have the authority to tell the disease in my dear, beloved servant to go away if you want to. Jesus commends this man's faith. He says, I've never seen faith like that in all of Israel. And the word faith in the Bible is persuasion, as I've said so many times. That's what it means. Jesus had never seen anyone so persuaded of who Jesus was that he knew that all Jesus needed to say was the word and his beloved servant would be healed as he walked away. It's beautiful that God is willing. That God, who is not someone or something we could ever control. That God, who is wild, as C.S. Lewis described him. He described him as a lion who is wild and yet chooses to love us. A lion who is incredibly powerful. A majestic individualistic character bigger than me greater than me so much more powerful than me but committed and devoted to me fear not for I am with you In this series, we will learn what that means and pray that God will impress it upon our souls. Be still and know that I am God. Father, we have so much fear and it has affected our lives in so many ways. And yet your promises that we can Be free from fear as we get to know you. And Lord, we give ourselves to this new series. We ask for your infilling of the Holy Spirit afresh, that you would dramatically change us from the inside and transform our lives. As we seek you, as we get to know you, as we make room for you in everything we do. In Jesus' name, Amen. I will speak to you tomorrow. God bless. If you would like to support our work, you can find details at info at comebacktogod.org.